Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. This this week brought to you unofficially by the next series of the Furchester Hotel. Oh, how exciting is that? Um... Yes, the uh, well, maybe um, maybe the man who first told me about the Furchester Hotel, Ben, our algorithm department, can tell <laughs> us what it is. Ben, um, it's a uh, well, it's a it's a hotel run by um, run by Muppets. It's a Sesame Street <laughs> spin-off. Yes, and one of the stars of that is Andrew James Spooner, and he's only flipping with us this week. Hooray! Good evening, gentlemen. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> um, ben, do you feel slightly uh, do, you, do you feel slightly starstruck to be in the presence of Andrew Davis? I do, I do. I think, uh, I think, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to you, Andrew or Fergus. Fergus. Oh, well, I've got to mix you with your character constantly. <laughs> well, we sound identical, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the my broad Scottish yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> do you actually do the voices, Andrew? Is that really stupid? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> no, really no. Really it's, it's funnily enough. It's a, it's a question we get asked a lot, but um, I think it's it's always been part of the the Jim Henson kind of way of doing things that the performers always did the character voices as well. Uh, listen, um, I feel like such an idiot now, having been obsessed with Jim Henson for so long. I don't even know why I asked that question. I think it's because... It, it, oh, this is embarrassing. Let's start the podcast. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. So, there we go. Um, Andrew's met Ben. We can all welcome, as usual, Jamie. Um, my name's Hello. Howell. That's Jamie. And Jack, our work experience boy, is with us from Lancaster. The last time we spoke to Jack, he was basically underwater in the floods. How's things going yeah. up there, Jack? Well, not too bad. I'm back in Leeds at the moment at uni. So, oh, thank uh, God for that. Uh, Screw everyone in Lancaster. I survived it. I'm getting out yeah. and going to Leeds. That's what Jack said. You got bored <laughs> of turd fishing, did you, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> that is actually true, isn't it? There was a lot of sewage going no, on. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 100% yeah. true. I saw it in my own eyes, unfortunately. <laughs> what a start to the show. Tonight, um, the show is going to be t- in two halves. Later, we're going to be joined by my brother, um, who is going to talk to us about... Um, there's going to be a lot of spoilers involved. So in half an hour or so, that's going to be the point to turn off. If you haven't seen The Jinx or you haven't seen uh, Making a Murderer. Uh, before then, we're going to be talking about Boardwalk Empire. And we've lost Jamie. We've just lost Jamie from the podcast. <laughs> we'll, geez, we'll, we'll try and get him back now. Um this might be because Jamie started doing the show. Um, Hello. There he is. There he is. Are you actually on your computer this week, then? Uh, no, this is the phone. Um, are you going to switch back to your computer at any point? Why is... Uh, did no one else uh, have issues, then? What, just then? No, just you. Just you. Oh, well, that's embarrassing. Uh, we're all still here. And, um, <laughs> yeah, every, everyone's fine. Also, 
I almost last week when I was editing, I almost had to um, highlight every single one of your lines and boost it because it was quieter than everyone else's. Um, and I would like to go to a tweet by Chris Allen, who tweeted us at the box set pod. The Making a Murderer podcast wasn't bad until Jamie decided to make his tea. Hashtag piss poor <laughs> professionalism. <laughs> so do, yeah. there, there just seems to well, be this sense that of everybody, Jamie, you're perhaps getting a little <clears throat> bit lackadaisical with things. This is what gets me about, uh, what's his name again? Chris, uh, Chris Allen, yes. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was joking, right? So I sent him back a tweet saying, oh, well, if you like that, you'll love the next pod because I'm making chilli. And uh, to that... I can tell you what he replied. He said, yeah, well, that might be the point at which I dump the show. Some weeks it's just hard to listen. Shame. Could have been good. I can't believe it was the cooking that put him off. I mean, serious. I always find it when people actually make a serious complaint about this podcast, as if there's anything we could do to, you know, improve it. Uh, It's like complaining that, like... um, the, a, a garage that does your car up for free has kind of missed a screw <laughs> on the on the uh, on the wing mirror or something. It's like, come on, you get it for free, and it's clearly a shambles. What do you expect? You know, isn't he the guy that won our entourage box set as well? As well, uh, I'm I'm not sure about that. That could be another. I think he, is, he turned it down. <laughs> I uh, I beg to differ. I don't get it for free. What? I don't get it for free. I give up my valuable time, and that costs oh. that costs money. I'm an investor. I'm basically an investor. Yeah. As a listener, Come on. as yeah, a listener, I give you an hour what? of my time a week. Oh, and we are you going to get show? Time is money. <laughs> That's it, is no, it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fair point. So what you're saying, Ben, is Jamie needs to a use his computer with the expensive microphone and B, stop making his tea during the podcast. Is that fair? I think at the very least, stop making your tea. <laughs> just just to, you know, as a listener. All right. Can I just ask, right. um, I did hear some noises just before that sounded like someone chopping. Can I ask who that was? Jeez, I'm not chopping anything. I'm not, I've already eaten tonight. I made sure I didn't need to eat any food before the pod, all right? <laughs> right, we're on fire. So... Um, Andrew James Spooner, let's let's yeah, let's right. jump straight in to what Andrew has done. So every week now, we try to get someone to watch one episode of uh, something that they've never seen before, and then we see if we can persuade them to go further than that first mm-hmm. episode. Um, now, I haven't watched. The, I have watched a few episodes actually, but not for a long time. Jamie's watched the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. The subject is Boardwalk Empire. Ben, Jack, have Hi. you watched Bo- Boardwalk Empire? Starting with Ben. Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it all. I've seen, seen it all from start all. to finish. Jack, have you seen I've it? I've watched nothing. Not a clue what it's about. Not a clue. Okay. At all. So Jack okay. is in the dark completely. Let's go to Andrew James Spooner, Muppeteer Extraordinaire and star of the Furchester Hotel. Andrew, <laughs> can you tell us what the what Boardwalk Empire is about? Um, well, <laughs> it's a very dense show. I'll give it that. There's a lot going on in that, that in that first um, episode. I mean, essentially, it's about um, gangsters and the onset of prohibition in the states, um, and it's all set in Atlantic City, and parts of it are set in Chicago. And it's really, it's really just about how they're going to start 
coping with the fact that alcohol alcohol is now essentially illegal in the states okay and um the underground kind of uh, business that's going to develop around the trade in alcohol and trying to get it distributed to these various bars and clubs uh in chicago and atlantic city i mean there's a lot going on yeah yeah and this it's... is this is what will become uh, maybe you can tell me jamie is this like before it became the Vegas of of the east of, of the East Coast, is this? Like, um, it's kind of yeah. Was it, it already that? in the in the in the midst of that? And um, yeah, as it builds up over the sort of the beginning of the Prohibition era, uh, and yeah, you're right, Andrew. There's a lot to take in that first episode. What I can remember, it's a, there's a lot to take in, uh, information-wise, and I think it can be quite overwhelming when you join a show that's that dense. Directed by with. Martin Scorsese, that first episode. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, really? and I, I got to say that when I saw that, my heart sank slightly because I just thought, well, I mean, I've, I've got, I'm probably in the minority here, but I have issues with him as a director. Full stop. I think he's incredibly overrated, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've got, to, you've got to have an opinion, haven't you? You've got to have an opinion. Yeah. But when when you see a show that's, like, for instance, when um, I remember watching the original Lost pilot, mm. which was directed by J.J. Abrams, mm. you you kind of worry that what you're going to get sold isn't going to be the show that you end up watching. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that they're yeah, going to throw a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of flashy camera work and money at the first episode. Yeah. And then they're going to do that next gen thing of having the next week's episode be set in one room with two people. Yeah. Hello. I'm so sorry. Phone... I'm sorry that the the phone ring has popped up. And normally it does that very subtly. Have I actually called you? I'm just trying to add Matt. Have I just called your mobile? Yes, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Right. <laughs> I'm hanging up on you. I'm hanging up on you. I'm going to get you on Skype. Does anybody mind if I make a chili during this? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty okay. of kidney beans. Okay. We're going to we're going to try and add Matthew Wanders to the call. Um, there he is. Right. Matthew, first of all, if you could try and be punctual for half seven <coughs> next time, that would, oh, that would help us all. Okay, it would help us all. You've been drinking <laughs> all day. <laughs> uh, Matthew, Jack is here. You've met him before. Ben's here. You've met him before. Andrew James Spooner, Muppeteer Extraordinaire, is with us. And uh, yes, hello. Uh, uh, you've not, hello. Matt. Have you watched Boardwalk Empire? I watched. What did I watch? I watched at least two series. Excellent. Yeah, okay. Not a good sign that you gave up. No. So, um, no. Andrew James Spooner has just told us what it is and begun to <laughs> criticise it. So essentially, Andrew, you are worried that this is going to turn into that. There's going to be a lot to swallow, and you haven't necessarily got the appetite for it. Is that? Is that what well, I mean, I, I, I got to say, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's, there's. There's a lot there to enjoy. I mean, it was I just it's one of those HBO shows where they've clearly spent a huge amount of money on it. The costumes, the sets, um, you know, just the, the standard of the actors and the stuff and the fact that Martin Scorsese is obviously directing it. But I just I just pilots have always got that really. Mm. It's a tricky job, a pilot, because it's got yeah. to introduce you to everything, the concept, the characters, the situation. And it's got to wrap it up in like an hour and tell a story that you're interested in listening to. So I, I just, I, I worry that they've kind of thrown everything at that first episode. Mm. And then, as I said, you're going to get an episode where it's just two guys sitting in a room next week because they can't afford anything else. 
I can promise you right here and right now, Andrew, that you're going to get high-quality television from the first to the very final episode of season five. Fant- oh, is it five seasons? Yeah. That, that was my other question because I, I just I have no idea how many seasons this is going to go on for. But is this like um, uh, 24 episodes a season or is it uh, HBO no, 13? It's a nice it's a nice 12. It's a nice round 12 for you. Brilliant, Andrew. Brilliant. So, uh, get your chops round. Is it a problem, Jamie, that Andrew has a f- kind of fundamental issues with um, Martin Scorsese? I don't think there is because I don't feel like, although EA directs, I think maybe the first two, but um, I don't think it matters. I don't. Does it feel like a Scorsese? To, it, it's a, I guess it's a bit Gangs of New York, but it's very. It's not particularly like. It's not got a very strong directorial influence in it. It's very well written, like Terence Winter, who wrote it. A lot of it, he created it as well and worked on Sopranos. It's got his influence almost more than Scorsese's, I feel, and yeah, much yeah. more. Yeah, and that's it what you'll have notice. That kind of um, sort of, uh, you'll notice the soundtrack kind of feel to it, which is what I yeah, kind yeah. Of think of with Scorsese and gangster films. Yeah, but Andrew, is your problem with? Because I've always struggled with gangster films, and it's, it's just we've discussed this before, but it's a problem of empathy. I always find that they, <laughs> I struggle to give a shit about a gangster and whether he succeeds or not because he's killing a lot of people and... i know and i think i think they were smart in the sense that what they spend the first episode doing is is setting up a little of the backstories of the main character so that the when they do behave badly for want of a better word then they're, they're not doing it in a complete vacuum yeah you've got an idea that the guy um jimmy who's just come back from the great war he's He's traumatized. He's got, I guess, what you would call, you know, post-traumatic stress these days. He thinks he's corrupted and going to hell anyway. So he's kind of the character that was probably good once, but now thinks he's got nowhere else to go. And then you've got the Steve Buscemi character, who is kind of striking up this um, friendship with, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, The actress was Kelly MacDonald. Yeah, Margaret Schroeder. Yeah, so there's a hint of kind of caring humanity in there, Mm. which kind of draws you to the characters, which you can kind of hook into so that when they do do things that are questionable, I'm not saying you can justify it, but you're not just seeing them in terms of black and white. No, Uh, it's the Scarface thing. At the beginning of Scarface, you're like, yeah, you're rooting for him. Stab that guy. Um, (laughs) But also Boardwalk has the benefit of being um, about a, you know, it's historic. It's not a fictional uh, set of stuff, and it's it's, it's about a, the development of an era as well. So you can kind of mm-hmm. you can you can get involved from that perspective as well. It's not just about the characters. You know, you, you you've got the interest of the the story of the time kind of thing. Surprised you know, that they've not done one of these on Vegas. You know, when you think yeah. of like the the growth yeah. of Vegas in the desert, they have tried. They've tried, and yeah, uh, didn't they? There was... was a series called Vegas, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, but that was that wasn't historical. I don't think that was like set in a modern casino, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Right. Um, well, that's part of the interesting okay, thing about this is that you start to get oh. the historic, you start to get the historic context. Is that <laughs> although they're in Atlantic City and that their their crime sort of wave is is rising, that prohibition is is uh, countrywide, and so as their uh, industry expands the, you know you get the vegas gangs and the new york families and and all, all the sort of 
competition that uh, that, that sort of uh, are all, all nearby, and it's the it, so you get a sense of 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 the wider picture of America, and even as far as to you know in latter series down into uh, Mexico and and Cuba mm. and places like that 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 sort of become influential, and that that's really interesting. Does this different? How does this differ, Jamie? From uh, and tell me if this is a, a decent question to ask, Andrew. But does does this series differ vastly from, say, The Sopranos or, you know, the the rise and fall plots of most gangster films? I, don't, I mean, I haven't seen enough gangster films to really mm. tell. I mean, there, there was a couple of moments in it because I don't. You were talking about the historical context. I don't know how much of this is based on real events or just kind of an extrapolation of the kind of stuff that was going on at the time because one of the bits in the show that made me wince slightly was when the guy turned around and went yeah al capone mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah. That, that, how that's can that make thing. you wince that's like well, only because <laughs> i was worried because they've introduced al capone and no, so no, you know, I, you've just met this character <laughs> and you know he's going to become one of the biggest crime bosses in history it's and just i He's For not me, just going to vanish. It's a trope that they use in movies a lot mm. that I get a bit tired of sometimes when there's um, Luke, I am your father. A, a slightly small character that's there all the way through and then right at the end of the movie or halfway through the movie they go, what's your name, son? And yeah. they go, Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and I just kind of my hand hits my forehead and I just I want to die. <laughs> except, um, except the difference is that within a pilot, he's turned yeah. around and said, this, this tiny little character's gone, I'm Al Capone. And you're thinking, well, over six series, you're going to become massive. Yeah. Well, you see, this is the thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know if that was just kind of they were just dropping names majorly, and this was a character that was just going to be in that first episode, Al Capone, sir, and then you don't see him again, <laughs> or whether it was going to be something. Obviously, by the end of the yeah. episode. Well, I think that's a good way to judge whether or not it's a good drama or not. Is that? Oh yeah, definitely. It, is definitely. that? It, you know, they've introduced that guy, and he's going to he's you know that drama is going to deliver and so that's and he's not that the only one is a hallmark of good that, that's an interesting but when thing it's done it properly we're yeah. going to see him from we're going to see his peak and then everything else that happens because mm. he, he, he i mean it's not a spoiler to say that in the first series al capone is frustrated and uh and, and small he's small time mm. Mm. and no one thinks very much of him um, and you've got these much larger looming gangsters from the period, like um, uh, what's the name of the guy? The the, the 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 guy from New York is it Rothstein? Sam Rothstein mm. is that his name. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Lucky Luciano and those kind of people who were also very big at the time. Um, and and you've he's he's a minor character, but he's yeah. Al Capone. And, and I think you're worried about. It seems to me you would. It's going to be a bit gimmicky with the, with the world it's in with the true life characters that it's coming from, but it, it's not even really, it's about like Steve Buscemi plays a real kind of person who, who existed, yeah. but yeah. he's very much the central point of the, of the story is him and, and whether you like him and the journey he goes on and the lines that he crosses and then his relationships with Jimmy, who's for the first two seasons, uh, the relationship's fascinating and what it goes through, and then his relationship with uh, Margaret Schroeder. And then there's another, an amazing character 
Yeah, I don't know if he's come into it yet, but Nelson Van Alden, he's oh, like yeah, an yeah. FBI agent. The, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, oh he, man, he's yeah. He's brilliant. He's just the journey his character goes oh, on is just it's insane. And, uh, and uh, that's what the heart of it is. And around all of that are all these real-life gangsters and the, the ascendancies that they take and then some of them, the, the, the up-and-down sort of journeys they go on. But the main focus and the heart of it are those kind of characters. As time What's goes... the character's name, the guy who plays the Agent Van Alden? Uh, Michael Shannon. He is superb in that show. Yeah. He, he's the best thing in the first couple of uh, series. Why don't you just get a room with Michael Shannon? <laughs> Can I ask? <laughs> do, do, well, just everyone, I would just say General Dodd then, else... because he's rubbish in. Yeah, he was rubbish in Man of Steel. So. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It's such a disappointment. Um, does, it, does anyone else not like Steve Buscemi in this show? Uh, what do you mean as a character? No, as uh, I don't, I don't like him as the leading man in this show. I don't like. Oh. I don't think. Oh. I think he's one of the worst things about it. Wow. Well, that's interesting because I've I've never liked um, him as a leading man. Mm. I've always thought he's played like the the, the secondary characters really well. But I'm just I'm not convinced he's got the weight to carry a show like this on his shoulders yet. Um, it's funny. I um, agree. Yeah. Um, I heard an interview with um, uh, I think it was Toby Jones, but it might be another weird-looking uh, British actor um, <laughs> who said he thinks that there's two types of actors. There's uh, there's t- yeah there's two types of parts that suit actors. There's there's parts where of characters who do things. And there's parts of characters that have things done to them. And he was saying he will always be the latter. He, he'll he be the guy who is the butt of the joke or who experiences things or gets shit thrown at him. Whereas... Um, you I know, think I'm that Brett, kind of actor. Yeah, Matt, if you've got any jobs <laughs> as an actor, that's correct. Um, but also, you know, um, Bradley Cooper, for example... Which, come on, Matt, look at Matt's picture on your screen, everyone. Matt, Matt is clearly the Bradley Cooper I've got role. my bloody headshot there, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bradley Cooper would get the one that does things. Um, my question with this is, yeah, does does Steve Buscemi have the... Isn't he a guy that has... What is this character? Which well, is it? Is I, this a guy who has a lot of shit thrown at him? Well, and I he, think it's the problem is, is, the, is, the, is the tone of it as well. I It depends on the film he's in. I, I Years ago, I saw him in a movie called uh, Living Living in Oblivion, which I would recommend to anybody, where he plays um, a director um, uh, shooting um, a low-budget movie. Um, and he's brilliant in that. But again, he's, it's exa- his character is exactly what you've just said. He's not a proactive character in it. Mm. He's reactive. Mm. All he's doing all the way through the movie is coping with all the crap that people are throwing at him. Yeah. So seeing him in this position where he's in a position of power... And he's supposed to be this slightly intimidating character. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I not convinced yet. Andrew isn't convinced that what we haven't done is cast Fonzie, f- sorry, Fozzie Bear as the main part when it should have been Kermit. That's concern. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Jamie, defending. I think he's, I think that's why he's a good choice for this role because the whole like premise of the show is is that he is like in in control of this big empire. But he feel it feels very fragile the control he has over it with all these powers from New York and Chicago around him, and the way he navigates his his way through negotiating and keeping his his power and keeping and his struggle to keep his his independence is kind of what makes it so compelling. Is that he is he's so he seems so fragile and he's such a a weak 
seeming person, but he's got this inner sort of strength and he's got this incredible intelligence about how to deal with these situations. And that's why right. he's such a good character. That's why I really I, like I agree him. with you, Jamie, because I, I, and I, and I think that that's something interesting they've done in that he, in the sense, if you were to compare it to Sopranos, he's, he's not an Anthony Soprano type character no. who leads with power and strength. He's very guileful and cunning. Yeah. But for, for, for me, it's not so much about the character and whether Steve Buscemi's right for it. It's just that it's something about his performance which falls short for me, and it, it, it just doesn't ca- it doesn't have the weight of performance that I associate with the really really high quality dramas these Who days. And I think unfortunately, Matt on that there are no, I, I know what you mean. It, I mean, geez, you're supposed to be trying to persuade. Quite, you're articulating <laughs> something that's quite sort of. I I didn't for some reason I just wasn't into. Steve Buscemi's character in the same way that I'm into him immediately sort of... There was nothing about it and about his performance that, that sort of dragged me in like I am with, with like you say, you know, other leading characters. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't well, put I a finger on it, but it took me a while to warm to wanting to see his character more. Yeah. He's, Especially he's, he's when there are other characters cold. around. It's like a cold thing. You're not... You're happy to see other characters, and I was sort of didn't connect with his in the same way for well, a while. This is why I stopped watching. But now I think it's brilliant in hindsight. Okay, yeah. Matt. So look, we're all in different places in this race, right? <laughs> Matt is kind of halfway down the down the racetrack, and he's now considering on Ben's argument just then to kind of carry on and maybe realise that he was wrong about Bashemi all along. Andrew James Spoon, well, I'm sort of a bit behind Matt. I watched the first couple of episodes and I'm sort of with everyone who's spoken that I wasn't convinced. And my other question that you can answer in a moment, Jamie, is when you think of the the towers of box sets that exist, um, some seem to be, yeah, they're great, but they kind of pass and never mind. This doesn't feel to me like a giant, thing that i should be going back to and no! not, not missing it just doesn't <laughs> no! feel like that i'm interested enough that i want to watch more okay so spooner's God. there no. spooner's just off the start he's thinking about carrying on now spooner let me ask you a question have yeah. you have you got a mortgage i do have a mortgage okay yes what percentage of that mortgage would you bet right now on the idea that you are going to finish season five of boardwalk empire I'm not willing to bet any of my mortgage. Yeah, you see, I just don't. I just don't <laughs> know if I believe that you're going to carry on with it at any great pace. And then way back, right before even the start line, actually having a sleep somewhere before the starting blocks is work experience boy Jack. Jack. So I think. <laughs> Go I on, think Jack. you should all sack off Broadwalk Empire and Board. watch Peaky Blinders instead. Oh. No, <laughs> Peaky Blinders is like is like a, a, a shit. Oh. Of it's like a shit budget <laughs> version of Boardwalk Empire. That's what Peaky Blinders is. Jack, yeah. like, Bo- Boardwalk Empire exists across a whole city of a landscape of characters, and Peaky Blinders is like a bloke on a street with a horse <laughs> in a hat. Jack, have you watched all of all of Peaky Blinders? Then I've watched all of it twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Waiting for the all third series. Twice. <laughs> Disgusting. Jack, how many how many series have we now persu- tried to persuade you to watch? and you're spending your time watching them (laughs) twice yeah that's pretty rude jack absolute (laughs) lunatic 
Jack, well, that could be good news. If Ben is saying that he's seen both, Jack, and he's saying that, well, what you've watched is basically the beginner's guide to something, then... Well, it's, it's not even the beginner's guide. It's like it's like, uh, it's like the... The the Sulfur's the Salford Ladies Amateur Dramatics Association <laughs> oh, has put on the champagne. Whoa, whoa! Don't don't like the ladies. That was I mean, uh, that was that was just sexist. And I want to point something out as well. On last week's podcast, Christian Talbot, uh, stand-up comedian, was describing uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he said one of his favourite characters was the older lady in the cardigan. <laughs> I listened to this and, just now. <laughs> and he's describing Chelsea Peret, who is actually probably the youngest actor on the team. The office spinster. Yeah. <laughs> we must remember him to take him to task on that at uh, a later point. Okay, so Jack, are you at all persuaded to start Boardwalk Empire? I mean, you seem to have found, it seemed to have rummaged up thoughts of Peaky Blinders, which Ben is making at least some comparison to. Yeah, I might. I think my problem is with a lot of TV shows is that if the first episode isn't absolutely mind-blowing, then I just give up on them. Yeah. A bit yeah. like, uh, don't shoot me down, but a bit like West Wing and Mad Men. Oh Shut God. the front door, Jack. What else can we do but shoot you down? <laughs> I mean, Jack. I mean, are you are you a fan of food, Jack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is like someone's walked in, going, "Hey, listen, guys. I tried that water thing. I don't think it's for me. Could just drink it. Just get on with it. You're gonna need it in your life, Jack. Don't watch Peaky Blinders twice for God's sake. <laughs> Jesus." Christ. Oh, fucking blind, honestly. <laughs> you watched it twice, man. Twice. Come on. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Think about it. What are you doing? What, what did you? I started watching Jamie yeah, Deadwood, which oh. I know you love. Look, we'll come back to now. That's proper, yeah. right? We'll come back to that another week. But Jack, what were you thinking when you went back to season one? <laughs> it's you just know. so good. It's just fantastic. <laughs> so good. <laughs> No, no. I think I've even made it past the trailer on the telly for that. <laughs> I didn't make it past the name. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jack. What's that podcast I do every week virtually, talking about boxers? We're always surprised that we, we just don't have the time to watch everything. Quick, go back to season one, episode one of Peaky Friggin' Blinders. <laughs> Good God. Okay, so Jack's probably not going to start Boardwalk Empire unless the... You never know, Jack. The pilot might actually grab you, so you, maybe you should try. I'll give it a bash. I'll see. I'll... Great yeah. stuff. Sorry, Andrew James Spooner. Mm. Um, what are the chances? Are you, are you going to are you gonna watch episode two? What, of Peaky Blinders? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, God, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm. I, I'm not over the fourth episode yet, so it's got four episodes. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'll definitely be watching it again because there's a lot going on there, and so yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Okay, I'm getting in a space rocket. I can take um, Deadwood or I can take um, oh. Boardwalk. Which one am I taking, boys? Oh. Well, based well, you on Boardwalk, tap- but you've got poor choices there. I, I've got to go. With- I've got to go with Deadwood. Andrew's I, going I, with Deadwood. I've got to go Deadwood, but it's a tough yeah. one. Tough yeah. one. Well, that's based on all the seasons of Deadwood and one episode of Boardwalk. So. Yeah, yeah. So can I can I can I say something? Yeah, let me answer that. I don't think I don't think it is worth watching Boardwalk. what a waste of our lives the last half hour has been. Tell us I'm why, just saying, Matt. I watched two series and and I stopped. 
Yeah. Okay. You know what, though, Matt? I mean, you I've got missed... to say, actually, I um, I watched oh. all of it, and I miss it a lot. Like, yeah. I, I miss that thing. I, um, I've just started watching The Nick, and that reminds me of it sort mm. of slightly. But mm. um, it's uh, it's I, I've not started watching it again. He's not asked. Ben isn't it's asked the... either. What? Matt <laughs> says no. no, 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 no. Ben just, says I no. I'll never be able to devote. Like, it's a real... It's a sort of experience thing. Like, it's a long haul. There's a, those are long hours, those episodes. Let but... me tell you this, though, right, Matt. You finished season two. Season three has one of the best bad guys ever to hit the show. That is I really watched... true. I watched half of season three, and I think I know who you're talking about, and I didn't like him. He didn't. He and gets, I, I like the actor as well. I like the he actor gets too. Brilliant. But and this is getting close to spoilers territory. Yeah, it is guy. now, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I think. Jip Rossetti, played by Bobby Carnavale. That's very yeah, an ama- That's an amazing series. That and is he's really he's great. in but, uh, the new vinyl, the new TV show okay, vinyl. Let's put a stop to this now. Stop. But, stop. Anyway. Everybody, stop. Peaky Blinders. Let's just face it. We're all <laughs> going to watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> in terms of watching box sets, though, that are fairly dense and yeah. require a lot of time and attention, the best bit of advice I've got is have children. Yeah. <laughs> I have children. I therefore do not go out. Yeah. I have an hour's worth of attention every night. So we pick mm. a series and then we just go through all 12 episodes in 12 days. Yeah. In that case, oh. you, should, you should watch Boardwalk Empire. That, that's, that's, that, I, yeah. I should definitely watch that. Yeah. Right. And well, no, I'm saying that there are things that are more important to watch than Boardwalk <clears throat> Empire. And listening to your podcast a couple of weeks ago, there, are some, there is some stuff that's missing from your list that is more important than this. Oh. Columbo. Jonathan, Columbo, say, for example. Okay, that's, that's my brother. Everyone say hello to Jonathan, <laughs> oh, my hello. brother, who's now turned up. Hello. Hi, Johnny. There you go. How are you doing, Johnny Evans? Yeah, well, good. Well, well. Johnny, you just stay quiet a minute. It's hard enough to control the 12 people that we've got here already, okay? He's um, taking me out his tea yet. Now, we're going to do the top 10 box sets this week, and then we are going to be talking about the jinx and making a murderer now andrew out at this point then yeah yeah andrew it's your choice you can stay and dip out when you think it gets uh, you can just disappear if you like you just literally hang up don't say anything just hang up when you feel no, like you're no. finding out too much <laughs> I'll no, I'll, i think I'll, I'll listen to the news and then i'll i'll check out okay i'll check out and let you chat because that is something I want to watch. So okay. I don't want anything spoiled. Yet. Well, my brother Jonathan was very angry that a couple of weeks ago we did a Making a Murderer special. We were so short on guests that we ended up with our internet department, Adam, who hadn't even watched Making a Murderer. Uh, and then Jonathan... <laughs> bloody compl- joke. Bloody joke. Jonathan complained because he s- thinks that he knows a lot about criminal psychology. <clears throat> I know more than Adam who knows nothing about even the bloody episodes, let alone... <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, um, Jonathan, we, we can have a chat with about that in a moment. Um, we've got the news in the chart. At number 10 in the chart this week. Ben, what's at number 10? Made American up. Crime Story, um, open brackets, ooh. The People versus O.J. Simpson, close brackets. Quick point on that. I'm hearing it's really, really good. I've mm. watched it, and it is very, very camp. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah, it's very, 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 very 90s. Like, there's crash zooms and sort of funny looks and even jokes and stuff. God, I'm uh, it's, I'm, that sounds amazing. 
But the trailers make it look like like The Wire with O.J. Simpson. Yeah. But it's really not. It's really sort of a little bit... It's almost daft. Um, oh. Johnny, is that you messing around with your thing? Nope. Who's messing around with their thing? Getting a lot of echo. <laughs> Can you define the thing? That's a very personal question. <laughs> just, <laughs> just try and... I'm quiet. I think it might be you. Um, so just keep keep quiet, Me? yeah, because you, you're, you're the least skilled person here I'm at podcasting. Like, I'm okay, <laughs> just listen. You're eight minutes younger than me. You do as you're told. <laughs> Mute yourself until you're well until you're asked to speak. Okay, <sighs> right. Um, so that's number ten. At number nine. It's also just to point out that's not to be confused with the series American Crime, which is amazing. Right, uh, yeah, which might be what you've heard is good, yeah. but um, yeah. I mix the two up. Someone's yeah, heavy breathing, that. I swear. Who's breathing? Who's yeah, doing I the can breathing? hear heavy breathing. Is it you, Andrew? It's not me. Don't point the finger at me. Wandless, <laughs> what are you doing? I think that's probably me. Right. Whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm, you... I'm aware of it now. Everybody stop start. breathing. <laughs> <laughs> How well are you going to confiscate everybody's sweets as well while you're here? Jesus. Well, everyone's oh. lungs. Okay, uh, number nine this week is Madoff. It's a TV miniseries that's aired in the states, which is uh, about Bernie Madoff and the, the financial disaster that he ah. created. Well, I, th- I thought you Dreyfus. said Madoff. I thought it was like a parody of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Madoff. Write <laughs> <laughs> that one down. We're making that. We're making. That's that. what they called him at university, old Madoff. <laughs> I think I think Andrew can take that title. That that is a Muppet of the future, isn't it? Madoff. I think we need to give that idea. We need to write a script. And yeah. I assume that you're all aware of Yui Boll. <laughs> no, who's Yui Boll? As a director, right. yeah, the director, the, director, the yeah. German director, the crazy. The, he makes the world's worst movies. Okay. You go up, <laughs> look on the internet, put type in. I'm not even sure I've pronounced it right. Yui Boll. Yeah. Uh, he's. <laughs> absolutely fantastic he once got so angry with the critics constantly ripping into his movies that he challenged some of them to a boxing match <laughs> <laughs> sounds great uh, yeah he'll he'll make madolf um so at number eight this week number eight happy valley is that the one with sarah lancaster yeah ah it's grim up north it's grim up north and she's a police woman <laughs> Always oh, grim. Everybody's kidnapping each other. What do you think of Happy Valley, Ben? It's fucking rubbish. <laughs> why, why do you? Why? I've never watched it. I've... It's a great performance. She's very good in it. But I just think it's um, it's it, it's a cliche. It's like if you were to make a drama about every cliche of northern dramas. It's mm. like oh, there's a there's a bloke. He owns a company. He's a bit rich. Let's let's kidnap his daughter. And oh, there's there's, dr- there's drugs on that there farm. And oh, why have you got a gun? Have you got a gun? And and mm. uh, and then people, you know, keeping people in like held hostage in the basement of terraced houses. And it's all a bit grim. Like there's nothing original about it. At I think all. it's been too long since you came up the north. That's exactly what it is like up here. Well, that's what I mean. You need a bit of escapism, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yes, you're so Next, right. What's at number seven? Number seven, <clears throat> Falling Skies, alien oh. drama. Oh, excellent. Oh, By cool. the way, speaking of aliens, I just want to give a shout out to um, Thingy Season 2, Fargo Season 2. We won't say any more than that in case there's any spoilers, yeah. but just what a brilliant series with a surprising but moment. It's stunning. It? Absolutely stunning. Did you just announce that there are, there are aliens in Fargo Season 2? 
Who, who knows, Matt? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. But Andrew, back me up. Isn't it amazing? It, it's astonishing because if you were to, I obviously can't say anything, but if you were to write certain scenes down on paper and show them to people, they'd think you're insane. Yeah. Uh, but when you sit and watch it, somehow it kind of makes sense in that universe. So mm. um, I, I yeah, watch it. it. I can't say anymore. I can't say anymore. I watch still, it. Watch I still it. preferred season one. That's all I'm going to say. What's the number six, Ben? <laughs> I don't I know so, so no, Andrew James Spooner was trying to carry on the debate there. Go, go on, Andrew. <laughs> move, did, on, move on. Move okay, on. Move uh, number, on. number six, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang oh, Theory. God. Enough said. Number five, <laughs> Lucifer. Uh, number four. What's at number four? Number four, Endeavor. Ooh. What what it's, is it's that? It's a prequel to Inspector Morse, Morse and therefore Lewis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think either Lewis or Inspector Morse in it. I don't know any more about it. It sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, but my dad needed more Morse, and Morse died. So what else are they going to do? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number three is Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, very good. Number two, it's Thex Files. Uh, the X-Files, which was reviewed last week by a couple of box set podders who said it's absolutely dreadful. Um, it did <laughs> premiere uh, last night, I think. Did anyone watch it? Oh, no. I, I, yeah, no, I, I watched the first four now. Mm. And it wavers between brilliant and atrocious. Okay. It's, it's, it's weird. Wow. There are moments where you're just going, this is amazing. This is exactly why I love that show. The first time round, and oh my god, what have they done to it? So yeah. it's yeah, it's a weird, okay. it's a weird one. Uh, John, I thought, I, Jonathan, I thought, my brother, go on. I yeah. thought it was a bit of a mixed. I, I was kind of like, they could have done this about real conspiratorial modern stuff. Thought it was a bit of a missed opportunity. They could have done it no, about the bank. Yeah. Could have done it about the bankers and stuff. And then they kind of did, and they but they did it about everything. It was just a scattergun approach that everything's mm. a big conspiracy. Mm. I, uh, I'm much. still on uh, season 16 of the my catch-up. I'm still, I'm still, I've gone back to the beginning. Uh, you must I'm be on, regretting that now. Yeah, I am regretting it. Every day is another fucking alien. It's so boring. <laughs> Great. What's happening in the news this week, Jamie? Oh, what's at number one, Downton Abbey? Oh, number one, it's Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Great, great. Jamie, what's in the news this week? All right, I'll do some quick news. The yeah. boxsetpod.com news. So, uh, latest there is uh, The Exorcist is getting made into a TV show. No, stop yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah. What a stupid, terrible idea they're go, for a TV they're going, show. They're going back to the original novel by William Peter Blatty and they're going to remake the the film well not the film but from from that so they're going to take it and adapt the novel again for a tv version fuck for doing it oh fuck those guys <laughs> who are they get rid of them yeah uh fantastic four screenwriter jeremy slater has been given the job and i, this I don't know this is yeah. terrible news. <laughs> this is this, this should be called the shitty news <laughs> here's some interesting news netflix revealed at the start of this year the statistic for 2015 they don't release a lot of information they're very secretive, but here's some information for you. They have over 75 million subscribers. They have, uh, with 42.5 billion hours of video streamed in 2015. Wow. They've also announced... How many? Sorry, say again 45 the 42.5 billion hours of video was streamed in 2015 on what Netflix. And that was just Peaky Blinders to Jack's house. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they've also announced they're going to spend six billion on original content uh at 600 hours of original programming for this year to be launched in this year so the big on original content at the moment of oh, you've already mentioned the x-files got really dodgy reviews I've put on those well Louis CK's latest release, Horace and Pete, doing very well, getting some good reviews. Yeah, that's very can, good. Five pound and five dollars an episode on his website. And I do want to mention as well, I'll put the video up, the teaser for the new Alan Partridge Mid Morning Matters. It starts next Tuesday and it's got Julian Barrett's in it, I think. Phil Cornwall returns as DJ Dave Clifton and sidekick Simon Tim Key is there along with Lynn. So exciting. So, Did anyone see go. the article Ben sent me? Yes. Um, for, uh, about um, <laughs> that Alan Partridge wrote an article in The Guardian this week talking about how TV is dead and radios where everything is. <laughs> and uh, it was it's a really superb, superb. <laughs> um, is that my brother making a joke about our career? <laughs> yeah. To that. Just one man. Laughing to himself. <laughs> Desperately Did sad. Did you know uh, Wes Anderson's doing a TV series? Is, Is he? he really? No, he's not. It'd be good, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I tell what? you who is doing a TV series uh, with Amazon. Woody Allen. What? Yeah. Is he? He is indeed. Yeah, I, I heard you. about that ages ago, but he, he I think he, he just took the deal, didn't he? Because I, I read an article where he was like, it seemed like a really good idea at the time, but now I've got absolutely no idea what to do. Woody Allen could say that about many things he's done in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, better, the most we skip over Woody Allen, probably the better. <laughs> I want to mention that I, this has been on the news in the past, and what it shows is the lack of interest in my news items on this podcast <laughs> talking in, about? in past episodes what, what? i think I, I think i might have heard it on the news you might have heard it there no your news is fascinating jamie it's just so compendious it's difficult to know what to say about them it's 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 superb well, thank you very much i needed that um <laughs> i i uh, <laughs> let's move on so there's the news if you want to see jamie's i mean the news page on our website is the second most visited page on our website um, What's the first? You only got two pages. The first is <laughs> the first is the, the first is the podcast, and the second is is that, and yeah. the third is um, the contact us page. So, <laughs> um, we're now going to discuss jury selection. Uh, Hello. So, <laughs> right, is, this, is this spoiler territory? For I think me? it probably yeah. is. So, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check out then, guys. All right, Spooner, thank you for joining us again. You're welcome every week, same time, obviously. Um, but um, when so the the second series of the Furchester Hotel has been announced. It's been announced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, today, uh, actually, today. So, so it's all did you work on the Furchester Hotel? Oh, God, here we go. Matt, this is why you have to turn up on time. Matt, you've got one minute interviewing Andrew James Spooner. Go. Uh, I watch the Fetch Hotel every morning. You that's not an interview sat. question. That's a statement, Matt. Right. Do you have children? Uh, does that matter? Not really. Yes, I Okay. Not that that's, you know, any, most of our viewers are either students or very young children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the countdown audience. Matt, this is the worst interview I've ever heard. I'm not, I didn't want to interview him. I just wanted Andrew, to know if he did Andrew the first to hotel. Matt. I still don't know. He's, he's Fergus. You're Fergus. Oh, nice. Yes. See, that, that's almost a question, Matt. You know? Is, all right, hang on. Is, what is character the lady, do you play? Is the lady who plays your wife, is she very sexy? Oh, incredibly so. 
she's got such a sexy voice, which is a weird thing to think during a kids' show. Yeah. Early in the morning, and you've probably just had, like, caffeine in your system and coffee and no breakfast. So, weird thoughts are going to percolate, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I like it. I like it. Great. Well, that was the the single most perverted interview <laughs> that we've. I mean, it went from disastrous to perverted. So, well, right. I'm not Just a radio we... personality. I've never done this before. It's all right. What I'll do is I'll email her now, yeah. and I'll her in the direction of this podcast. Great. And, uh, see if I can get a response from her. Yeah. See if she likes football. I've got a football podcast. She can come on it. <laughs> She's so far away from being the kind of person that likes football, but all right. Uh, I bet she loves football. <laughs> I've never heard this side of Matt. Whoa. This is, uh, what, well, my lascivious side? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. It's like, you sound like a pervert. Never, <laughs> never ever say to Matt Wandless, Matt, do an interview, because it probably, whatever he was taught that means, it involves in undoing his belt <laughs> um andrew james spooner ending on a quite disturbing note thank you very much well uh, can i just thank andrew and you two for two weeks ago i was up a ladder painting the roof and you left about a split second between spoiler and this is a Star Wars spoiler, everybody. So let's leave five. Let's leave five seconds, everybody. And you went, Darth Vader. No, no, three. don't, don't, no, no, just don't. I know, right. I know. Don't anyway, bother. You bloody, I'm up the ladder, and I, I haven't seen the bloody thing. So great. Uh, well, there we go. It's your own stupid fault for listening to podcasts up ladders, isn't it? Well, it is. And and then he almost did the exact thing that he was criticised for on the. Podcast. I left. A se- I left five seconds. Yeah, to yeah. get down a ladder in five seconds. Right. Well, we've got five minutes left of this podcast for Jonathan to tell us what he thinks we missed in our making a murderer special. So five minutes. I better check yeah. out, guys. I'll speak Thanks, to you later. Andrew. Take care. <laughs> Bye, Andrew. See you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. There he goes. There goes Andrew. I think he's gone. So, Matt, how do you feel that interview with Andrew went? Sexily. (laughs) (laughs) We've decided to save Johnny for another week uh, because we got into a very long legal debate, (laughs) which has nearly killed us all. Um, Got a bit stodgy in the middle. We'll save that for a later date. In fact, we've lost everyone apart from Jack uh, and Johnny. Everyone has left the room. And I'm about to go and watch the third, for the third time, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> on that uh, note... Jack, can I recommend one thing for you to watch? Yeah. And the other two. Johnny, you're not even on this podcast. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go on. Go on, uh, F what? is for family. F is for family, you're not frigging kidding. Um, oh, is that another one of them? Uh, <laughs> okay. Is it like an animated thing? Yeah, yeah it is. on Netflix. We'll talk about that another week. Next week, Utopia. See you then. Thanks very much. Love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.